Welcome to Close the Door and Come Here, a Game of Thrones and a Song of Ice and Fire podcast with heavy leanings towards our two favorite characters, Jamie and Brienne. There, there was a bear there, all black and brown and covered in hair. everyone i'm comma and today we're going to be doing our special episode um, that sadie requested it was a patreon request and it's about those baratheon brothers so oh if you care to find me i'm at oxford splice on twitter and i'm joined by clotho hi i'm clotho spindle on twitter and devin hey this is devin gd harpo on twitter okay so the Baratheon brothers. Um, I thought we could just sort of start out a little bit um, talking about the the characters, like our our general opinions, thoughts about them and their relationship. I know that's super helpful. And, um, I mean, my favorite is Stannis, but you know, <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I think it's funny. I mean, I think a lot about Robert and Stannis, but Renly is something I kind of overlook an awful lot. I think Renly's my favorite. Just, I mean, because <laughs> the, uh, you know, I guess I, and that's the thing. I guess we don't learn a lot about him, but it's more of the, I guess, a sl- I don't feel like he's that bad, but I feel like there's a slightly more humorous element. He's more personable. Um, just those basic things, like nothing really super deep about it. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, uh, Robert, I don't, it's probably, it's probably Renly Stannis than Robert. Um, sometimes I feel a little bit sorry for Robert when I read certain chapters. <laughs> or, you know, he just, maybe he's too much of a, I don't know. I just don't have a lot of interest in that type of character. I find status pretty fascinating. I, I'm an older child, so you'd think I'd identify more with Robert, but no. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm the, I'm the youngest. Maybe that's why. <laughs> yeah, I go with Stannis as well. Um, used to be Robert, but just after reading and rereading more, yeah, I don't like Robert as much. Um, so it is Stannis. Uh, Stan, uh, then, uh, I mean, I'll probably go Stannis, Robert Renly, just because, um, like you, Kama, like, I don't think about Renly that much. I kind of just forget about him sometimes because we don't get as, as much into him as we do the other two. It, it's funny, on the reread, I'm noticing Renly is a lot funnier <laughs> than I realized. And I think it's because the first time, maybe the first two times I read through the books, I was, like, focused more on plot and trying to figure things out and with this reread we've had more time to delve in deeper um but he's an interesting guy um i think i need to give him a little more attention um so i i did a bunch of math which is kind of if you know me at all is kind of funny because i don't do math but um i was trying to figure out some stuff and like age differences oh okay and uh, so Robert and Stannis, they're like roughly one and a half to two years apart. And then there's this massive age gap 
Um, wow, that's close. Yeah, that yeah. that's like really close. And I thought that yeah. was kind of interesting and might reflect um, something about their relationship. I mean, because, yeah. you know, like sometimes like, like if there's too big a gap, <laughs> you know, or sometimes if it's too close, but especially in a patriarchal society where everything's focused on the eldest kid. When it's close, there could be a lot of, I know my brother, he would admit to, he said when we were little, he was so totally jealous of me. We were about, um, yeah, about just about two, under two years apart. So a little over actually. Yeah. Yes. He said super jealous. So I could see that being a factor. And then like, Riley is like 15 years younger than Robert. Oh, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize he was that much younger. Like, had you asked me, I would have said they were like all five years well like that rob uh stanis was five years after robert and maybe really another five years after there or something like that i did not think that robert and stanis were so close and that renly was so far after because he was only what a year when their parents died i think and this is the thing i had it i was convinced that they were much younger when like stanis and robert were much younger when they watched their parents die like, they were home, and they saw the ship sinking in the harbor. But they're, like, 16 and 14. Not uh-huh, that that sure isn't traumatic. I mean, it's it's traumatic. Yeah. I can't even imagine watching a parent die. Um, but that's that's a lot older than I thought. Yeah. Yeah, and there's actually, there's actually a question that kind of gets a little bit into this. Um, so from... Um, one two Trish on Discord. She asks, "Do you think the Baratheon brothers' relationship um, with each other would have been better if their parents didn't die in the sea?" Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I imagine they died early when they were still young. Um, so I think they were absent figures in their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it says, "Do you think Robert and Stannis, having seen their parents die shipwreck, affected them moving forward?" Um, and as we just discussed, their ages. Renly was very young, but Robert and Stannis were both what maybe. 14 and like 12. Yeah. 16 and 14. Or 16 and 14. There we go. Which is, okay, I should explain. I got all of these numbers from the wiki. Okay. So I could be. But that's still, I mean, what would it definitely have affected Renly? I mean, you can't. I mean, you don't have a parent. It's too young to remember. And I mean, I have to think it affected them too because it forced them to grow up a lot faster. I mean, granted, they'd be. Like sixteen, fifteen, you're considered a man, but still, he would have like Robert would have, he would not have been the great lord. His father would have been, you know, his father had a relationship with um, Eris, you know. Uh, wait, not a relationship, but you know, knew him. Do they talk much about like were they pretty much just thrown right into like you know leading things or do they have someone they could depend on or do we really not get any information about that i think crescent is sort of guiding them but like the rebellion doesn't what the rebellion starts a few years later right okay a little bit of time maybe three that part i didn't look up because that would have made sense why didn't i look that up yeah it's like a five years later maybe maybe because i think they in 278 is when they die and then, yeah, I think, like you said, 283 or somewhere around there is the rebellion. Yeah. So, I mean, he's thrown into ruling. I mean, pretty much he becomes Lord right after. And then the rebellion, like that's 
that's not that far off. And were they considered um, like uh, what age were they considered like adult? I know we've talked kind of this idea that like in George's version, everybody sort of they talk like they talk much older than they are, like even the tiny kids. But like, I mean, I wonder what they would be considered like. Oh, okay, capable to run. It seems like show. fifteen seems okay. to be like a, yeah. an age where you're a man grown now. So yeah. I, I mean, this is the. The other thing, though, is like Robert's off. Yeah, he's he's siring children. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's he would have been yeah. Like in two seventy nine, Maya is born and she's the eldest. So I think I also think this may have this may have colored the relationship between Robert and Stannis further. I think they were already doomed to be always fighting. Mm -hmm. But I I get the impression. So first of all, Robert leaves. Robert is fostered when he's about. Had to do a lot of math again. You should all know I am incapable of math, so check my figures if you're listening. <laughs> um, but I think Robert and Ned are about a year apart, and Ned is fostered at age eight. Okay. And I think Robert must have been eight or nine. Okay. So already they're separated, right? And I think. Stannis is resentful of Ned because he and Robert are so close. And then I get the impression that Robert must have gone off, you know, touring around the world, siring children. Crescent's in charge, and Stannis is probably there, you know, left holding the bag. Ah, uh, yeah. So he feels like, oh, he gets to have all the fun. Um. I don't know. I'm extrapolating a lot here. I could be wrong. <laughs> but I mean, Stannis becomes an atheist when he sees his, his parents die. I mean, he decides there mm. are no gods. Mm. So that clearly changed him. Mm-hmm. For sure. And I'm wondering if Robert, if Robert's parents hadn't died, if Robert wouldn't have been quite so, okay, I'm going to go off and just do the things if he would have been, you know, made to stay home and take on more responsibility. Some sort of guidance. Yeah. I don't know. I'm conjecturing. Yeah. And I, uh, I also, I also was curious about the siege. I forget what the show says, but on, in the books, the siege lasts a year. Okay. Renly is five. Oh my goodness. So little. So old enough to remember and to be shaped by that. Mm. Right. I mean, and Stannis yeah, is there's Yeah, there's also a question about this. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so um, Tone of Surprise on the subreddit asked, um, we know that Siege of Storm's End was important in developing Stannis into who he is, uh, into who he is now, but most people dismiss it having any impact on Renly because of his age. However, Renly would have been old enough to at least understand something about what was happening and the desperation even if he was kept protected. Do you think the siege played a role in developing Renly's character or not? And I don't see how it couldn't yeah. play some kind of role with him being like, again, he was five. So old enough to know what's going on and like everything that's happening around him, particularly in that world. He's old enough. And so Robert was there or wasn't there? Robert well, the wasn't siege, there, right? Robert's off. Remember, he leaves. He's off fighting right. battles and Stannis at that is, point. Is, at, okay. is holding down Storm's End. Okay. So Stannis okay. is effect. I'm assuming at 18 he'd be in charge effectively of the. I mean, Crescent's an advisor. I got it. I mean, I've got to guess because they call so Rob a man grown, and Rob is like 14 years old. So at 18. You know. Yeah. So I mean, Stannis would have had much more 
influence on just be, by being around than I'm assuming on Renly than Robert who wasn't around. I mean, I, okay, so first of all, I have to assume that at five, you, like, my friend's kid is, is two or three, and right now, with all the anxiety with COVID, he's freaking the hell out. Yeah. I mean, he, and he doesn't understand what's going on, but at five, you're a lot more self-aware. Yeah. And the want and hunger, and then probably being limited in what he could do, and then I would think... Maybe resentful because, you know, I can't imagine. I, Stannis and Renly are not close either. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And it's sort of like, you know, that sort of like, I think we've talked about it on the show where you've got the divorced, you know, the single mom. Yeah. Is saying he's, no to everything. Yeah. And then the dad comes in and takes you to the zoo. And I get the impression that Robert is the, you know, is the sort of like, you know, oh, permissive, whatever. And Stannis is the one going, no, you can't have this. And, you know, even if it's, yeah, nobody was probably sitting down and explaining to Renly what exactly is going on. Yeah. And I'm sure like, if you can visualize them, you know, you see, uh, you know, I don't know, just projecting, assuming that their, <laughs> their personalities didn't change a huge, you know, from the time they were teenagers to when they're older, um, you know, just, just, impressions of someone someone who's more you know i see status as being a little more quiet and dour and robert being more of the life of the party so i'm sure for a kid you know the few times that they however often they got together would be more you know yeah. appealing so, <laughs> but yeah and i know we've got i mean i don't know i think he must have known i think it must have Maybe made him more friendly. This is maybe made him more willing to. I mean, I don't see him. I'm wondering if made him more willing to sort of break the social order and, you know, try to make a pitch for being king over his brother. Mm. I don't know. I, I definitely think it did, because I think if it, he and Stannis are closer, I don't think that happens. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, a good we point. See if they're closer and yeah. they actually had some kind of actual relationship, given the time they did spend together, I don't think we end up um, where we end up with the two characters, with yeah. Renly trying to overstep um, Stannis and place himself in power. Yeah, and also the social order is like they've already had. The reason Stannis has Dragonstone and not Storm's End is because mm. Robert gave his younger brother the better prize so he gave Renly Storm's End because he was pissed that Stannis didn't stop um, the Targs from leaving Dragonstone so I mean Renly's already can you imagine you're like five or six years old and suddenly you're the lord of this you know that's just so I mean that just seems so like I get why but it seems so insulting it is Oh, I mean, God. Yeah, especially if you're the 18 year old brother. Oh. Are you kidding me? We, you know, we ate yeah. shoes and, you know, now. Yeah, we're... and if you got stuck with everything, too. Yeah, exactly. And I've been taking care of this little, you know, or the people I choose to take care of him, you know, nursemaids and whatever else. But, oh, God. So. <laughs> um, and, yeah, there's, I was going to say, there's another question that kind of get a little bit into this. Um, uh, from Cardinal Girl seventy five on Discord, so she asks, um, she's reading. The, I'm reading the annotated uh, iBooks version of Game of Thrones. 
which points out for all the people that think of Renly as a popinjay, um, he actually takes his duties to Robert and the small council seriously. He always, he's always present at the meetings we see in the book. He stayed by Robert's side as he died instead of fleeing, although he uh, first makes the offer to Ned to help him secure the throne once mm-hmm. Robert is dead, showing an awareness of court politics that Ned sorely lacks. And as he flees, um, and he flees as soon as uh, Robert dies. Although he should have deferred to Stannis, the rightful king, knowing that he did take the business of ruling more seriously than Robert seemed, than Robert seemed to, what kind of king do you think he would have made? That's a good question. I, I mean, I think, like, I don't think he would have been a horrible king. Maybe not for this kingdom, but I think he's a person who, I get the impression that he, just the bits and pieces we get when they're on the road, that he could surround himself with decent people and surround, I don't, I don't know if someone would take advantage of that um, or that already did. Um, I don't think he'd be a horrible king. I just don't know if he'd be a good king in this, that environment. He would be a good king somewhere, just not here. Yeah, not yeah. Here. I think he's a good king. Yeah, yeah. It's the yeah. time, yeah, exactly. You know, it's yeah. Because I think it would be. I think you're right. He, if he had the sense to have good advisors. Because I mean, if you have good people and you got people who are willing to, let's say, tell you, you know, you're full of it or no, and you're willing to listen to them, and you're willing to take advice, then yeah, you can do well. I don't know how he'd do with. You know, oh, all of the fun things that are are heading their way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This um, and this actually kind of gets into another question. Um, so ancient uh, underscore octagon on the subreddit asks, which of the three brothers would organize the most effective small council as king? Um, and what are your opinions of mm-hmm. Renly as a ruler, as a person? Um, and then I think this one was supposed to be, which of the three brothers would organize the least effective uh, small council as king? <laughs> Um, I think Stannis builds the uh, most effective mm. small council. Yeah, um, right. After him, I would probably say Renly, and then Robert last because we've seen his small council. Um, well, uh, he had John Aaron and Ned, but everyone else surrounding him was not for him and not for. I mean, he had people actively plotting against him, and you have Varys, um, Pycelle, um So yeah. <laughs> He has yeah. the worst. <laughs> yeah, we got the proof of how his council. The proof of how his yeah, what his council would <laughs> he's do. Like, like he's not a very Robert is just. I mean, he's lazy. You know, yeah. he he's he doesn't want to do. He doesn't want to be told no. He doesn't want to listen, but he doesn't want to deal with it either. I I can see. I mean, the problem with Stannis is Stannis is. Okay, I work with someone who I think of who's a lot like Stannis, um, and they're rigid, and, you know, their way or the highway, and they're always right, and we're always, you know, we've got it, and I think that's a problem um, in a leader. I, I don't know if Stannis is, I think he's less rigid than he's painted, but he's still pretty, I don't know, I think Renly... You know, I'm going to go with Renly. I think he might be the guy. I think people don't take him... I didn't take him serious enough. I mean, it would be interesting, and I don't think that in this... I don't know that with their background they could have ever been in that place, but together, I think they would have made a pretty effective 
hair. I don't know if they'd get on their, each other's nerves too much. I don't know. But I don't think Stannis could ever be deferred to Renly, though. Oh. There is a really fantastic fanfic that, of course, I cannot find. Um, <laughs> that was told from Renly's point of view, and it was a it was a fanfic in which Stannis he wasn't opposing Stannis, so Stannis was like you know trying to be you know had thrown his hat in the ring there for um, King and Renly's on the small council and it's all snarky and wonderful, but he's not, you know, it sort of fits with my opinion of Renly. He's not stupid. I think if he had the right people, he'd be, he'd be okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think he would too. And and he's, he's much more well liked than Stannis as well. So that's just something else in his favor. He can play um, the political game. That would help yes. yes yeah. He can much, much better than Stannis ever could. Yeah. Um, which kind of this there's two questions this kind of gets into but um so um buckle hair on the discord um says that the quote from uh donald noy that robert was uh the true steel stannis is pure iron black and hard and strong yes but brittle the way iron gets he'll break before he bends and renly that one he's copper bright and shiny pretty to look at but not worth all that much at the end of the day and so yeah um they ask how far do you agree with donald noy's assessment of true steel copper and iron and i think we've all just kind of said that yeah. we mm-hmm. we agree except for with renley that not, he's not much worth uh not uh worth uh, all that much at the end of the day i don't think that's particularly um fair yeah I, th- I think there's more to him than everybody gives him credit for <laughs> i think there's less to robert than everyone gives him credit for yes i mean i think robert has i don't know if there's a copper steel alloy out there but there's a lot about robert that's bright and shiny which is why mm-hmm. but i mean his kingdom's falling apart he's beating his wife he's raping her he's got kids all over the place he won't listen to anybody. I mean, I don't think that that's... He's in the wrong job, I think, is part of it. He's like... all. It seems like a lot of his status comes from the the event. Like, this idea that, oh, you know... Uh, yeah, I just... Kind of a... He peaked. And then he's kind of going downhill yeah, and everybody Robert's still remembers... His, yeah, his yeah. That's his name, so yeah. <laughs> And then that this sort of idolizing this imaginary hero type thing and, you know, physicality and, you know, all those elements that people like a popularity thing. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so gets into another um, question from some pretty thief on the uh, discord. Was there ever a path for Robert to be a good king? Maybe if he had better advisors or if he hadn't ceded so much power to the Lannisters, maybe if he had married Lyanna instead of Cersei. And this is something we've talked about before on previous episodes. And I think there there was a path for him to be a good, well, I'll say a better king. Um, potentially, he could have been good. But I think there was a path. And I don't necessarily think it's Mary and Lyanna, um, because that's that's all built up his fantasy of Lyanna. Yeah. And as we get from Ned, that she, um, she didn't look at you like you think she did or like the way you looked at her. But I do mm-hmm. think, particularly with not giving the Lannisters so much power and being married to Cersei, he could have ruled more effectively, um, or his hand could have ruled more more effectively while he did whatever. Because he is lazy and on some level doesn't care. Yeah. I, think, I think like Renly, there's a time and a place for Renly to be a good king. And I think there's a time and a place for Robert to be a good king, but it's not now. 
Yeah. Robert needs to be in an era where he can be off fighting all the time. Or Yeah. He's a wartime king. Yeah, he's not he's not the guy who's meant to be sitting around getting fat and I mean he had good well, I guess we could argue that John Aaron maybe was not the best advisor, but you know, um Part of being a good leader is knowing when your advisors are not great or need to be changed out. And I don't think, but I think like in, there's another simpler time or a time where they're just constantly fighting where he'd be fine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I think, so I've been uh, rewatching the wire for the millionth time, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think Robert would be, he's, he's Avon as they were trying we don't see this part of the story, but he's Avon as they're trying to take control of the towers. Like he, he would be, he's that yes. kind of king, a wartime king where we're fighting. We have to get, there's a place we want to get to. And, but once you get to that place now, Avon could rule, um, as he did. Um, and we see that fall apart or whatever, but I don't think Robert is fit to rule during, um, after they've won. Yeah. Like after you become king, it's now what now, what do you do with it? And he was not suited for that part. I think even if he had, like, a better wife, even if he had somebody... Yeah. I mean, I think Liana, I don't think that was ever going to work out. But, like, even if, let's say, I've read fan... You know, like, the idea of, like, Marjorie. And I know Marjorie gets ascribed these sort of superpowers as, you know, being able to make everything work with people. But I don't know. I, I think... I think Robert's going to do what Robert's going to do. And... It, Peacetime is just not where he needs to be. So, I know we got a lot more questions, and I've sort of, you've, you've had all my math and my prep there, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so yeah, so we can get into the next one. Um, so this is from Amara90 on the uh, subreddit. So they ask, um, how does one reconcile Stannis' image as being all about duty <laughs> with him bailing on Robert? He had to know Robert's life was in danger after the death of John Aaron and the truth about Joss' par- uh, parentage waiting to be spilled. I know Stannis fans say that he felt Robert wouldn't have believed him about his children being illeg- illegitimate because it would be a convenient way to put himself next in line for the throne, but I don't really buy it. Not when ultimately his next actions are to gather um, resources in preparation to go to war, but seemingly not to go to war on his brother's behalf. I think, like, Ned, there's less about Stannis and duty. I mean, I think that's the image, but I don't know if that's the reality. I think there's a hard practicality to Stannis. I mean, maybe he sees. I mean, if uh, it might just come from if he thinks he's a poor king, you know, that Robert wasn't, you know, what's there to... I mean, <sighs> I would argue that it's not particularly dutiful, honorable to send spam ravens all over the kingdom proclaiming that, you know, um, your brother's wife (laughs) had three bastards with her twin brother. I mean, uh, that's, you know, I'm guessing there's a lot of ways you could argue that is not an honorable thing or the way to go about that, but it's a practical, actually excellent solution. Um, and he's actually, it's interesting, he's a good commander, too. I mean, like, when you hear other characters who are all good military people talking about Stannis, they refer to him. I mean, he's considered a danger. They understand he's a good commander. 
I think there's got to be a certain amount of practicality in that kind of position where you're at a certain point, you're like, okay, I got to do what I got to do. And and I mean, you got to think that like, at least part of it is like, uh, I mean, it's pretty bad if your wife manages to have those kids with her brother and you don't notice any, I don't know. It's just really, I mean, what does that say about, I just don't know. (laughs) Like, what does that sort of say about you? Even for the basic, that standpoint, like, you're kind of incompetent. I mean, if you can't figure that one out, I mean. Yeah, but I mean, we're, okay, we're, I guess if we're in the world of George R. R. Martin where blonde hair color equals that you can't possibly be related to the father, but, or you mean the affair. I mean, the fact that he didn't catch them, I mean, it just seems to, to, to defy belief that someone, I mean, I guess he's that drunk. It just seems pretty outrageous. And then if you find out that wouldn't, I don't know, in my mind, I'm saying, thinking maybe Stannis is like, okay, if I, he believes that, you know, we know that's the truth, that he believes it, like, how the fuck did Robert, I mean, what did it, did he think that Robert just let it happen because he didn't care? I mean, I don't know. Like, does he think that he was just bamboozled? I mean, it's kind of. I mean, I mean, it's like anybody sharp eyed, like that's the really, whole thing did time when no or not that whole debate, you know, I mean, it's just it's kind of defined. Well, I, mean, I is he willing to do to not go there because he knows the risk to his family? I mean, him and his, I mean, he wants to be king. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be. And again, I'm going back to my poor coworker, who's a lovely person, but you're sitting there and you're so frustrated at how things are being like mismanaged and you think you could be the better ruler. And then you find out this thing and you're like, Oh, I could use it. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, maybe there's a piece of that. Yeah. Yeah. I could see it. I could see it be more than, than just, Oh, I want to do this for the right of the kingdom. Yeah. So else? yeah, um, there's a little, yeah, a little more about Stannis. Um, I'll keep with the questions about him. And so, well, this one's about him and Renly, I guess, but it's do you, um, so from, um, pretty thief on the discord again, um, do you think Stannis authorized Renly's murder? I think he must've known. And I think he must've said yes to it. I don't think there's, I would, I think so too. It I seems to be that way. I can't way. believe he could, like, if Mel had gone off on her own and done it, he would have had to have gotten rid of her. And, I mean, and if the stuff with, I know it's probably not going to play out in the same way, but if he ends up, if the stuff with Shireen in some form plays out, then, I mean, I think it kind of solidifies that he would have been okay with Renly. You know, if killing Renly, if he can kill his daughter. Uh, well, yeah, I think that if, that has to be presented in such a better way. Yeah to make me believe that that's actually a thing. Or maybe that's yeah, part of it, that the down, you go down, if you've already killed your brother, how far do you go, you know? I, don't know. I think, I think it is, I mean, so I do think, I mean, Stannis loses his, his religious faith as yeah. a teenager. And he doesn't, like, he has conversations about Melisandre and he, with Davos, and he talks about, how he doesn't believe in the red god. I mean, that's what's so hysterical about that relationship is because she's like, you know, that's what she cares about, and he doesn't believe in that. But he does believe in her power. He just doesn't think it has, like, a like a theistic background. But, like, if he has some sort of, 
you know, regains his faith or thinks that really this is the only way, then I could see him, you know, sacrificing Shireen. But I, it's got to be presented as there's absolutely no other yeah. solution. I mean, it, he does, is it dance where he's like, she wants to sacrifice people, and he's like, you know, because they're losing as a sacrifice to the god, and he just tells her, pray harder. I mean, you know, that he is not down with um, killing people as, as like, a blood sacrifice. I don't know. But I think yeah, he must have known it, about Renly. I can't yeah. see him not. I would, I would think he, he did. Um, and this kind of gets into particularly talking about Shireen. Um, so ancient uh, underscore octagon on the subreddit asks, how do you see um, Stannis' endgame realistically playing out? And on a more fun note, how would you like to see it play out? Mm. Not like her to get killed. Um, yeah. <laughs> God, yeah, I don't, want, I don't want that to happen. Especially not just for a little really bit of snow. good in snow. the night's watch. <laughs> hmm. Oh, yeah. Um... <laughs> I don't know, I'm assuming, I mean, maybe maybe George will portray it. Like, I, I do think when you're looking at dance, like, they're presenting the snow and the winters as being really much harder. I mean, the show just basically showed there were two snowflakes, and he's like, okay, let's kill, kill my cute daughter. Um, um, I don't know. I... I've gotten to the point where I don't know if we're ever going to have an endgame, so... Oh, yeah. What do you guys think? Yeah, I don't feel like we'll have an end game either. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think he's going to die, but I don't. I I, I think it's going to be different, and I don't know. You know, I don't know if it's going to be in the. Yeah, he. I mean, he he takes Winterfell, or he definitely he does that. Um, like I don't think um, it plays out how the show did. Like I think he takes the Boltons out of Winterfell. Um, I do think that'll happen. And then from there, I'm not really sure, but I, 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 I'm sure he dies probably more than likely. Um, but I wonder if this, like if he gets to see the others, if he makes it to that point. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. But I do think in the immediate future that he will take Winterfell from the uh, Boltons. I'd be down with that. What else we got? So another um, Stannis question, and so um, so from Sophia in Wolfstar on subreddit ads, um, do you think Stannis was asexual? Uh, I'm wondering who would want to fuck Stannis and whom Stannis <laughs> might want to fuck. <laughs> this guy showed zero pleasure in having sex with his wife. I know Solis was considered unattractive and Stannis was a man of iron discipline, but I just don't see him interested in others. Women, men, horses as well. Well, Davos <laughs> is the right answer. The only answer, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, Solis, I really, I mean, their marriage gets off to such a bad start, too. I mean, talk about a bad relationship. You know, Robert, did you guys remember that? Um, when Stannis and Solis get married. Oh. Robert I, chooses to... Didn't Robert, like, sleep with... Solis's first cousin. Her, her cousin? Okay, yeah, yeah. Deflowered her, not just that, and gets her pregnant. On, the, on their yeah. bed. The oh. Yeah. oh. 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 
That's not good. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. So right there, and I Robert think is extra. Yeah. Oh God, who does that? I, I, I think I don't see Stannis as asexual. I never have. I just don't think he's very demonstrative. I guess. I mean, I I get the impression he's banging Mel. So. Uh, yeah, that's what I wonder. I mean, so is he doing what he... Ha- I, I sort of always thought, oh, he just, like, everything else. He just does what he has to do. Like, he doesn't really... It's not something... He just uses this is what you do in life. And I think there's people like that, that this is just how it goes. We have kids. We do this. I don't necessarily think... I mean, do you think he's doing it... Is it just for those moments? Isn't it supposed to be so she can do her spells and stuff? Or do you think they're really just... Oh, I think they're really having it. Okay. I don't know that. I think think that's partly how she gets. I mean, if she's an unattractive, let's say, you know, rando guy, I don't Uh, think she gets anywhere. I think she gets sent to him deliberately, and I think she's been successful. I mean, partly because she's got influence with Celise, but I I think that that can only go so far. That would seem to indicate that, yeah, he does. He just keeps it under wraps, that he's... (laughs) He's not asexual. He can, he can. Well, I mean, okay. I mean, his competition. I mean, Robert is out there. Anyone that moves, it seems, you know, and he's having a grand old time in front of people like, you know, well, at least on the show in front of his wife. <sighs> Renly is quieter about it. But I mean, I think it's just some people are just not like wide open about what they're doing. I yeah, I just laugh thinking about it because he seems like so stiff. Like just thinking about him, it just I keep it's just humorous to me thinking about. Yeah, it. no, it is. <laughs> but Davos, I think, is the answer. I think that's the one true pairing. <laughs> I would agree. Um, so we have another question here um, from Albatross twenty twenty on the subreddit, um, and so it talks about environment and heritage factor greatly into the character. Of, uh, into the character of the lords of several of the seven kingdoms, notably the North, Dorne, and the Iron Islands. It seems like those should be more significant to the uh, Baratheons. Are they the only ruling house who claim descent from a god? All they seem to have inherited from that is a temper. They seem more whipped by the Stormlands than formed by it, their parents' deaths. Um, Stannis is the first known Baratheon master of ships in Westerosi history, but we don't hear much about his prowess as an admiral. Admiral, um, even a Lannister wants a position without having been related to the royal family to get it. Hmm. I don't know about the God part at all. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't either, because I just thought they were from. I uh, thought it was House Durandon that ruled the Stormlands, and they just took everything from them. Um, well, didn't take it from them, but that's who they descended from through. Um, I want to say a, uh, a woman somewhere in the line, and that's where Hal Baratheon came by, and they adopted the sigil, the words, and everything. So I don't remember anything about um, claiming to be from um, a god. It could just be misremember- misremembering. We need Chicky on here. <laughs> yeah, I do not remember. <sighs> and the part about the sea, I don't know at all. That's interesting, though. I... It, I mean, I would think, based on where they're located, that they would be more focused on things like, well, actually, no, maybe not. 
a bit about them being I like they are they are like he is I mean they have a naval power, right? I mean that's part of his deal. We do, yeah, I mean, after but, Robert sends him, he's tasked him to build the ships and all that, I think. But, I mean, when they attack um, King's Landing, I mean, they are, I mean, they are feared. Like, yeah. you know, if Tyrion didn't have his tricks there. Yeah, if there's no wildfire, they take. They take King's yeah, Landing. And they take it pretty easily, I think. And I think everybody knows that. Yeah. So I, I think we do hear about that. I think it's just. Because of the wildfire, because of the chain, um, which I've never entirely understood, um, I think that you know he doesn't succeed. But I think he does have he does have a rep as an admiral. So I don't know. I don't know if that answered that. Okay, so we have a few more questions. These are more fun questions here. Um, so. From, let's see, where are we? Oh, here we go. Okay, so um, from Pretty Thief on the Discord again. Um, which Baratheon brother do you think Jamie wanted to kill the most, <laughs> and which did he want to kill the least? Um, <laughs> Robert the most, Renly the least. Yeah, mm. I, I agree with Three. that. Yep. And Robert the most, and that's not even close. That's <laughs> <laughs> by far. <laughs> by far. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, yeah. We have another here from uh, Buckle Hair on the Discord. Um, would you rather fight one Renly sized Stannis or 100 <laughs> fat Robert sized Renly's? <laughs> oh, I don't even know how to respond to that. Oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, the one Renly sized Stannis. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I'd go with that. <laughs> that seems to be the easiest to go around. <laughs> Um, and the last one, I think this is the last one here. Yes, so the last one we have here, um, no more Mr. Bond um, on the Discord, and Lasara Karstark on subreddit both asked, Shag, Mary Kill, the oh, Baratheon Brothers edition. I think there were mm. several um, people on the Discord oh, and the subreddit who wanted this, but though the Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh. Um... I would uh, I would kill Stannis, probably oh, Shag man. Robert and Mary Renly, I guess. Yeah. Oh man. See, I I think I'd I think if I had, if he didn't have STDs, but I'm sure Robert has STDs. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I, like, I'd be oh. like, I It's like a raging case just, of syphilis waiting to just spread. <laughs> if not, I'd probably. Uh, yeah, actually, kill Stannis, <laughs> Robert, and then marry Renly. But because I I'd have to go with shagging. Uh, status because yeah, too many STDs. <laughs> well, see, I would just I would shag Renly. I'd still kill Stannis, and I would just marry Robert. But knowing what I'm getting into, I would just marry Robert. Be, yeah, that could. Yeah, yeah, and I let could... him do as he does. So I'm not affected by anything he does. I think I. Well, yeah, because if you and that's depending on the situation. If you married Renly, you kind of have to be open too. So it'd be like, okay, yeah, it's an open thing. I, I <laughs> would... Robert and Renly. Yeah, I think I I'd, I'd shag. Friendly marry Stannis and kill Rob, Robert, but that's mostly because I mean the STD factor is huge. Yes, I know. <laughs> Think of oh. Huh. oh, a lot of kids to deal with too. That's a whole yeah, other issue. Yeah, it just it's <laughs> a lot of baggage. <laughs> <laughs> I love 
closer, uh, the more the merrier. Like, you know. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks everyone for those questions, and um, thanks for bearing with us. Um, okay, closing. Um, I am so professional at this. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for sending us mail. We love getting messages. So if you have any, um, please email us at and at gmail.com or you can uh, message us at Tumblr at door and come here, tumblr.com. And we are Door Podcast on Twitter. Um, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, anywhere you're listening. Uh, it really helps other people find the podcast. And um, we'd like to thank our Patreons, particularly Sadie, who asked for this episode. Um, consider supporting us on Patreon. You'll get benefits like special episodes like this one mm-hmm. and exclusive early access to new content. Uh, thank you to our panel, and thank you for listening. I'm closing the door. Get out.